Brothers. And welcome to Bra Meets World. But it's Bra Meets World. Your boy meets world funcast. I am Siege. And I am Mr. Tony Coitus. How Coitus? The hell are you, Siege? <laughs> um, doing well. Um alive. That's something. Um Always. getting ready for spook timber. Uh, oh I know gosh. it's one of your favorite times of year. Um, and, yeah. and glad to be back recording. Glad to be back. hundred percent. Um, I want to let our listeners know that I did, um, get married on October 1st. So I've, he I did. got married and I was, had a two week stint in Hawaii. So uh-huh. there's been a gap in episodes as usual. There's been a gap between episodes, but I have a legit reason this time. So, um, <laughs> but I was in Hawaii and I just want to take a moment to tell a quick story. And I know you, you don't like it when we jump ahead in the seasons of Boy Meets World. Like, I don't want to give spoilers away. Okay. I just recently got married. I had a two week stint in Hawaii and I, I, have to talk about this just because it's directly tied to this podcast. Um, Siege really dislikes it when I jump ahead into the future of the timeline of Boy Meets World. Uh, I think we have to this episode, if I'm being honest. Honestly, we have to. But for those who stick with the whole series, you'll know that Corey and Topanga had a wedding and went to a honeymoon in Hawaii um, in season seven. Um, Life. In this episode, they get to Hawaii and they're just like, we don't want to leave. Let's stay here. And that was literally us. Like we planned a one week vacation. And then at the Love end it. of it, we were like, we can't leave yet. So let's just stay another week. And that entire second week was me con- <laughs> trying to convince my, my new wife to drop everything and move to Hawaii. And then she kind of, you know, reminded me she that refuses we, have a, to do it. We, we have a golden retriever and a bunch of stuff back at home. So we came home. Right? But the, the Boy Meets World episode, we watched it on oh, vacation. Really? And it helped me make the transition of just like, yeah, that's right. There's there's more waiting for me back home than here. So um, yeah, just again, that's Boy Meets sweet. World coming in We're the same We're glad to have brought you back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, uh, getting into it. Um, let's talk about this episode. This uh, episode. Uh, actually, you know what? Let, let's back up a little bit. This is episode 103. We've been doing this for, for us. a while now. Uh, for yeah, a minute. Like for, for a little bit. And um, this episode, the moment I started, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed we don't have people on here. I was like, we have to like figure out a Bro, way. I'm the, like, I'm the exact opposite. Thing. Because here's, I was actually thinking about that same thing. So many people requested to be a guest on this specific episode. But like, yep. Yep. and you know what I'm talking about? Like, no disrespect to any of our guests. But sometimes they're not like with us chronologically, like in the show right. to like get you into the meat and potatoes. It. And me and you have been here since, you know, 101. So it's just like good to know that we'll be able to kind of reference things as we go that sometimes we don't we're not able to when we're talking to a guest who isn't as familiar with um, the series. That very, very good point. All right. So that being said, let's talk about season five, episode 14. Uh, before we do that, I, I believe someone owes me a tell me about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell me about it. It's a ski lodge episode. Corey lies about a kiss, but Topanga found the note he missed. 
good for you. I like just so everyone oh. knows, I know for a fact that you wrote that on the fly. I know for a fact that yes, you did. did not come into this prepared. So <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, loving it. Okay. Um, this is season five, episode 14, Heartbreak Corey. When pa- pause for a second. Eight, I'm sorry. My yeah. Alexis announcing something that I don't want them to record. I'm gonna have to edit this out. I just want to pause you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We already got people. I know what's I know what's on my it. calendar, Alexa. You can stop. Hi, Tyler. Got it. Tyler Vierden? Vierden 19? Mm. I don't know how to say that. Anyway, yeah, what up, Tyler? What up, Tyler? You get a shout out. You get a shout out on the pod. Love, uh, we love a Tyler. Like <laughs> we're, we're all about a Tyler. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go back back to the episode. All right. So this is season five, episode 14, Heartbreak Court, right? Mm. Corey sprains his ankle falling off the bus during a senior class ski trip in sorry to the Mount Sun Lodge he doesn't tell Topanga when he spends the night talking with the young lady Lauren who's volunteered to take care of him um and that is our episode we have a roll call um which I think is really important to get into. Uh, and that awesome. would be Linda Cardellini as Lauren. Take okay. my breath away, Linda Cardellini. Like, the okay. very own Velma. She um, is so great how she is actually like a legitimate actress now. Like, has yeah, she not been nominated or won an Academy Award? Like, I, I feel like she is just like in that realm now. And it's just so fun to like to see her progression from just television sitcom star to, you know, being in like legitimately good movies. I think she's always been like, she, like she is... I think that like the issue is, especially in the early aughts, no one took 90s actors or teenagers seriously, and they had to get older in order for anyone to appreciate them. Because you know, this is my favorite time of year, uh, Scream. Uh, when I look at what Matthew Lillard did with Scream, it's just like the idea that this kid wasn't in everything afterwards is just like performance it's so good it's so good (laughs) i love i love it stand stand out i don't care but like but again like think about like the work that he did in that episode or in that um movie and the fact that like it just doesn't transfer over to movie career um but yet we have like nine channing tatum movies like what's that about yeah like this is one this is my point i'm just saying they never um, like they never took them seriously. For those who aren't super familiar with uh, Linda Cardellini, I just want to point out that um, she's in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's, I believe, in the Hawkeye or like yep. married to Hawkeye, Hawkeye or something. That's some good. Sh- like that. Yeah, everyone um, has Marvel connections now. You got to be in a Marvel, Marvel movie in order to like. I think Marvel has become the new SVU. <laughs> it's yeah, like right? you know, like everyone did SVU. <laughs> Everyone's credits have it, have it in there somewhere. Um, but she also did a fantastic performance in Brokeback Mountain. She was in ER for a long time time um she was also been in a bunch of more serious movies i have not seen i know her best honestly uh, when i saw this episode live bro i immediately <laughs> thought oh that's that chick from good burger <laughs> really good yeah. burger was of course i hadn't seen freaks and geeks so it was just like the only reference i had for her in the 90s at the time yeah i was gonna say i was waiting for like we will probably get a lot of people being upset that my first um connection to not first connection but i refer to linda cardellini as velma and not in her work yeah 
freaks and geeks. But uh, I mean, I think it's good that you have a lot of work that people can pull from. That, yeah, that's absolutely. The dream. And she like let's kills it. She kills it, right? Like in this episode, like she makes it three-dimensional in the way that they could have really just not uh, uh, gosh we could talk I'm really about excited. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it okay so um let's get into the episode I have so many notes um mm-hmm. but kind of like just to walk it through number one note I want to talk about and we can I'm gonna start off with the fluff but then we can get into the, the nitty-gritty um what kind of school trip is this where everyone's going <laughs> to a ski lodge zero chaperones um like it's like everything about the the ski lodge trip just felt weird it's like is this a weekend trip um like the idea that Feeney is the only chaperone that we have there um I was just confused by the logistics of this this um senior class trip to go skiing like it like 100 skiing of, of course well because like the number of injuries like Corey injures himself stepping off it doesn't seem like something insurance would approve at all that's my point a hundred percent like i've been on a ton of overnight school trips before and not only do you need a certain amount of chaperones per student like as part of law um but they're constantly like putting tapes on doors like they're constantly monitoring the hallways trying to catch kids who are trying to fuck as strategically (laughs) as Corey and sean are in this episode absolutely that's actually what's what's uh what's funny about that (laughs) <laughs> is it's probably because of all those kids trips that they're like you know what these kids can't be trusted tapes on doors all the things that you said um yeah i mean i definitely have memories of school trips where people have found creative ways um but the idea of a kid being out doing. of their hotel The idea of a kid literally not being in his hotel room all night long means that an adult fucked up along the way. That's not Corey's fault. (laughs) I mean, I uh, all right. So again, we'll get into it. But like, I I had wrote in my notes. I was like, she's on the clock. Like, did like does she get overtime for this night? Like, I wrote the same. I was like, how long is her work day? She started the day with them and is like putting out the fire at the end of it. She has a an all day work day. Okay, okay. You know what? Like, there's just so much to get into. I want to, like, and I don't want to spend too much time on the nitty-gritty, but like, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was really funny, like, this school trip, which, I again, there's no way insurance would allow this uh, <laughs> without some serious Gosh. waivers. Like, the paperwork for that had to be crazy. Um, let's talk about... Corey how, like how do you want to like go about this because okay, I mean we could kind of, I mean we can kind of go timeline wise if you want I mean we're probably going to jump around a lot because we're really excited but the episode starts with them at school Sean and Corey are like strategically trying to plan out how to get with these girls the girls aren't interested um but you can tell that like Corey wants something to happen this weekend Ooh, right like from a, the get no he does want something to happen this weekend but I like the way that you set it up it was like Corey wants I think Corey was waiting for something to happen. I think Corey, that's 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 part of Corey. Like this anticipation of like something in life, something special is going to happen to me. And he's always trying to set it up. And then Lauren, I was going to say falls into his lap, but he falls. And then, uh, like, like, Well, the, yeah. the thing that's really interesting to me is how, you know, Corey is wanting something specifically sexual to happen. And from the very get, Topanga's like talk, talking to Angela, being like, that's never going to happen, right? Yeah. So it's just like, it's almost interesting how like Corey, like 
naturally gravitated to someone who was DTF. And that's what, what I was going like, to say. He I was like, well, Corey wanted to get it in. He didn't really care who. No. And like, he thought it was supposed to be Topanga. But then this other girl was like, look, she may not. I will. What your girlfriend won't do, I'll do. So, like, he was like, Argh. and we, we I can't. Mean, we, <laughs> it's so much to talk about. But, like, I don't think we can we can get away from the fact that Corey got caught twice yeah. and that means something. Like, I think this idea of like Corey being a good guy and Corey seeing himself as a good guy is like one thing, but like he gets caught by Feeney wake up call. Does he move? Does he go to bed? No. Uh, then Sean. And it's just like, mm, you you're playing with fire and I think that you were willing to be burned a little bit, if I'm being honest. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Corey absolutely deserves to everything he gets. The reason Hold I'm on, so we're getting glad. feedback, we're getting feedback from uh, the chat. They said he wants to meet these social milestones, good or bad, way before his time. Oh, that's so insightful. Yeah, so on point because his whole thing with Sean is almost like, oh, we're going away without our parents for a weekend. Of course something needs to happen like we're this is what happens when kids go away on vacation right like this is what we are owed socially as that milestone like that person was talking about who's that who's that person who chimed in I, uh that is the real booth guy you the real one you the real one <laughs> that's, that's a great insight yeah absolutely and i think that's like that's so Corey to like try to read these milestones and like just i think he's you know what was like talk about Corey being a storyteller i think he gets caught up in the story i think Corey 100%. really looks at these things as like hey i'm like i'm creating this i'm thinking about what i'm going to tell people yeah um, and then he gets himself in these situations and he's like oh <laughs> it's funny because in a lot of ways Corey and, and myself are very mirrored in the sense that i saw Corey have this life on television and then went through my real life trying to mirror that in the same way, almost as if like Corey had grown up watching Wonder Years and was like, <laughs> oh, okay, so this is going to happen here and this is supposed to happen here. And, and it feels like he has these like ideas from pop culture, really, that don't even derive from from reality in his reality, I should say. Absolutely. That's that's a very interesting insight. I I'm thinking about Corey right now, and I will say that lauren was flirting like right off the bat and that's not to say like that's weird it's just like the moment Yo, he gets off the bus let's be real like, Yo, about what's this. your deal yeah lauren <laughs> at every point i was like uh lauren doesn't really know about Corey and Topanga. oh uh, she doesn't really know how much they're together oh uh, she doesn't really know how Corey feels about it <laughs> and at a certain point i was like oh lauren don't give a fuck like she want court like she she's in it she's she's like i will, say, so I here's will do to what give, your girl won't to give her a little bit of uh credit i'm thinking two things one in the beginning she doesn't know like th like there there comes a while where it's not clear that chords with topanga and then there's a moment where it's clear and she's like oh i shouldn't be here this is awkward um, and then there comes a moment after that where she's like, yo, does Topanga know you here? Does like, Topanga where's your know? girlfriend at? 
you don't seem to care. So if you don't seem to care, then I don't seem to care. So um, I'm going to go ahead and lean in for this kiss. And I'm going to fucking slide into your DMs later. I'm going to send you a note with my info so that we can keep hooking up. Slide into your DMs later is like this is the, the modern equivalent is <laughs> definitely that. Like you're so right. Like the modern equivalent would just be like she slid in his DMs and Topanga saw the notification. That's all <laughs> it was. <laughs> that's that's how you update that. I'm not gonna lie. So what's really interesting to me about Lauren is I also like when you put this in like real life terms, she works at a ski lodge. She probably has seen these high school kids come in and out all the time. And the idea that, um, you know, their high school suits are sweethearts or whatever. She's like, this isn't, this isn't real. This isn't going to last. So, you know, let's just have a little fun. That's what all the guys do when they're on trips. Um, and she went after hers. And again, I, I think personally, I'm not saying that it's ideal, but I'm thinking Lauren, she's like a little bit more realistic. Okay, so here's what I think about Lauren, and I, I give so much credit to Linda Cardellini as an actor because she just makes Lauren this person that you're like, oh, I kind of like Lauren. Oh, yeah, if Topanga wasn't here, I would totally want Corey and Lauren to be together. In fact, I'm looking back, and here's why I'm glad we don't have a guest so we can kind of time travel a little bit. I'm looking back at this season. I'm seeing... The very Topanga Christmas, where her and Tep uh, Corey aren't really seeing eye to eye. I'm seeing that last tango in Philly, where you know Corey's dealing with jealousy and Topanga and her him are clearly wanting different things. And I'm also seeing a season where Topanga hasn't been as a romantic interest for Corey really since last season when he was trying to fuck Mary Beth at Eric's college store. And the last time they had any romantic storyline was long walk to Pittsburgh. These people are not that close is all I'm saying. Their relationship isn't solid. You know what? You brought up a really good thing. I feel like if this was a modern show, they would be like previously on. And then you get that little clip of Corey at the end of season four, where he mm -hmm. is trying to fuck Mary Beth. So you could be like, yo, this is not new. This is, this is in Corey's nature. And I think what's so funny to me is every Boy Meets World fan that I know of remembers this episode because it's the Lord, it's called the Lauren episode. So Lauren episode. <laughs> and it's because A, Lauren's really cool. Like in the chat, they were like, do we need a Lauren spinoff? And I would love to like talk about that because actually they should have spent this off for like just them inside the ski lodge and like the adventures and the number of affairs that happen in that ski lodge. I'm just saying I would watch. Um, <laughs> but, to like, but, oh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. I, I was, was just, just gonna say, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to wrap it up, the whole thing is to say that this is nothing new. Corey has this pattern. Um, he and Topanga haven't been close lately. I think, as you said, like the very Topanga Christmas, they're in a not a rut, but they're in like a pattern. They like they're, and I, which is why I think I really connected to your idea of like Corey was waiting for something to happen. He didn't really Topanga care was, who he let's just wanted to be real. Different. Let's be real. Topanga was kind of annoying as fuck in the in the Christmas episode, right? Like for her to have that been her last episode, and then this cool, sexy, chill, you know, girl come in this episode. It's were they prepping us for this with the That's Christmas what I'm episode? I kind of feel like they were. Like, like they couldn't have just done. Like, could not have just. Um, 
just presented this to us and like have us accept it. I think the idea that we did see Corey kind of toe that line in earlier episodes and we have seen Topanga be kind of like less of the romanticized Topanga that we have. It kind of makes sense, especially story-wise. However, that being said, going back to the fact that this is called the Lauren episode, this episode was traumatic for a generation. Like this episode, you were like, love isn't real. No one can be faithful. You know why though? (laughs) Because Corey's a piece of shit. You know why Corey's a piece of shit? Because literally in that Christmas episode, which I think airing wise was like an episode or two before this, they ended by giving each other promise rings. Yeah. I said it when we were talking about it. They gave each other promise rings. And I'm like two episodes later, he's cheating on Topanga at the ski lodge. Like not not only that, but that's that's one of the things. I think as you were saying, Corey's not Corey's not a good guy. And I think this episode, or sorry, I think this show would be better if it kind of leaned into the fact that we're not like don't get me wrong, we're not always supposed to be rooting for Corey, but he is the protagonist. He is the guy. And so it's just kind of set up with the fact, like, even like I looked at how they staged it and they were like, oh, he, she kissed him. It's like, no, like Corey is actively making these decisions to, to kind of like toe that line of like, I'm a good guy. I would never, every now and then I'll make a mistake. I'm so sorry. Or Sean told me to lie. I didn't do it on my own. You know what I mean? It's like, he's just always getting it out when instead I think it's really important to be like, no, Corey isn't a good person. And that's who we're following. We're following a not good person as he learns to be a better person. A hundred percent. And you know what? I'm uh, gosh, to your point and, and just Corey's character, I I was trying to find the actual episode. Forgive me. I can't really locate it, but I, I, yeah, a kiss is more than a kiss. Season three, episode 14. Corey has already kissed another girl while with Topanga. Which one is that? What, what happened? This is the before? episode where Topanga's not feeling well. So yes! he gets joined with another girl for a school project. She invites him over for a party, but him and Sean are the only two there with her and her friend. They go into a closet. He legit they kiss whether she kisses him or whatever and i do want to say this boy meets world is very careful that the girl always kisses Corey. Corey didn't kiss uh exactly in that episode not do that uh, uh, i I forget what her what her name is but yeah she he didn't kiss her in that episode and the other thing was that in this episode lauren kisses him as well Corey doesn't kiss lauren so they're very careful about that um i just want to just point out that Corey has a history of doing stuff like this of feeling like i love topanga but at the same time like what's up well i think that it's it's something that i think you and i were talking about earlier about being millennials and like having this this uh milestone these tracks that you think you're supposed to hit and Corey is really good at hitting them but he's not happy. He's not satisfied. And that's because yeah. I don't think he's pursuing what he really wants. Corey just performs the good nature. And again, I'm, I'm just going to, we're going to have to shout out the real booth guy several times. He's given us amazing quest, or commentary in here. He's like, Corey hates always having to be the good guy. And I was like, I, again, yeah. in the episode when they're like, if you could name your partner or change your partner into any animal, he's like, nothing cute and fluffy. Like, and it's like, yeah, okay. He wants to be seen as this bad guy. And it's like, he well, wants to be Sean. He, he well, always wanted to be Sean. What's the, the episode? The grass is greener where they switch places at the party and he's Sean for that party. He fucking loves it. Like, yes. he, that's who he wants to be. 
Well, I think what's funny about their relationship, Corey and Sean, is Corey is Sean internally, but Sean has the um, external uh, expectations of it. So, like, one of the, like, Sean has the look of a bad boy. And so, because Sean has the look of a bad boy, he is the bad boy. You know, he has the background. He has, like, the, so, like, it all makes sense for Sean to be that guy. When, in fact, Sean's more like what people assume Corey is. Like, and that's why yeah. I think they, their friendship works is because Sean, even though he has this bad, bo- bad guy exterior, Sean is the first one to be like, you lied to Topanga. Like, like he's like, yo, what are you doing? Well, You're fucking it up. Like, immediately. Okay. <laughs> Two things about that. Two things. The first thing is, is that Corey kind of reminds me of, like, those people who are like, oh, nothing ever bad's really happened to me in my life, so I want to go out and, like, hunt tigers or yeah. something just for the thrill of it. Like, I think yeah. he just, he hates how vanilla his life is. Like, that whole poster of him next to Celery, <laughs> that's his whole, like, battle is not yeah, being absolutely. celery. And so like the opportunity to not be celery presented itself and he just could not say no to it. The other thing quickly about Sean is that Sean's kind of all over the place in this episode because at one point he's mad at Corey for lying to Topanga about his ankle. But that the, almost in the next scene is like, oh, you should totally lie about kissing her. Like you should totally lie about that. Well, like, to be fair, because well, remember, Sean has a history with infidelity, his parents, He's like, I'm going to tell you right now. You can lie about your ankle, but don't go tell her you kissed another girl. I've seen people get shot for less. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's what or I'm he saying. has already told Topanga he's kissed another girl. And that I'm, t- I'm sorry to keep going back to it. But this has happened before. This guy has a history of this shit. And that's oh my, my point. God. My point is, Corey has the history of being the bad guy. Uh, but he doesn't look like the bad guy. And that's what that's what gets him out of being the bad guy very, very often is that he could just be like, look at like me, Corey. No, I would never. Let me ask you this. At what point in the episode does Corey cross the line? Um, Ooh. Mm. Uh, So I uh, so when he specifically crosses the line is when he stays out all night like because up until then it's like an innocent flirtation uh what i like again lauren joins the party and all of a sudden uh like they're yeah i was like he's literally between a rock and a hard place and i was like oh because he's probably hard but like he's like (laughs) in between topanga and lauren maybe he's sitting too close to the fire exactly like again that's such a weird thing to say but like oh my god he's like sitting between topanga and lauren and okay this is this is where i have to go lauren she wrote she found that question i was like that she question looked through was the not book. next in the book she looked She's for that question flipping through for an infidelity would you cheat question. yes or no i was like what, what 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 kind of book is this she wanted to know if she could get in it and guess what Corey didn't really answer didn't the question no. at all he, he just no. laughed it off he said i'm a wanted. falcon falcons are <laughs> monogamous why would you even ask me that it's so political that answer <laughs> exactly but again it was very much she was like let me let, again i'm not saying anybody's cheating i'm just saying if given the opportunity to cheat how would you behave <laughs> again that was lauren's way of being like yo i'm i'm just i'm putting it out there like if you want it on the low could you keep be cool about it or was it like yeah, do, do you know how it? to keep a secret <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, no, that was my answer to that question as well, is that, like, once everyone goes to bed and Corey's like, oh, I want to stay up, and the only person who stays up is Lauren, 
That's it, right? Again, I was like, at some point in time, she had to clock out. Like, I, no manager yeah. is being like, yo, where Lauren at? She hasn't, like, she hasn't, like, checked anyone in forever or whatever, and then just letting her be. She, at some point in time, she had to clock out, or she didn't clock out, got overtime. Good on you, girl. Respect the hustle. Uh-huh, but 100%. In the way, it's just like, there was a moment. Dick and the dollar. There, there's a moment <laughs> where they both had to ignore responsibilities and lauren makes sense that she would do so but there's there just comes a time even when you're with a friend who's like like say you go visit a friend at work and they're just hanging out with you at some point in time you say don't you have to get back to work you know what i mean (laughs) let me ask you this question all right i really want to get into this okay all right Is it Lauren's responsibility at all to respect Corey and Topanga's relationship? Oh, so that's a, that, so now we're talking about fidelity. And I am someone who, uh, uh, I'm trying to like figure out how to say this respectful of my relationship, <laughs> but I'm someone who me and my boyfriend have something, we have an understanding and there are things that have to be done. So so on and so forth. But I've also practiced being part of someone's open marriage and stuff like that. And the reality of the situation is for your own safety, for your own health, you should be like, I don't want to do anything that everyone isn't all up on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, mm, you are playing with fire. It's not her responsibility, but it is something where it's like for her own health, it is wise to do. Uh, I don't know if you've watched the latest episode or the latest season of You on Netflix. Have not. But in You on Netflix, without giving really much of a spoiler away, there's this like opportunity for, uh, it's kind of like a swingers party or something that's going on. And when it's proposed to the couple, they just like, one couple disagrees on like what's allowed and immediately the other couple is like, nope, you guys need to have a conversation. We'll talk to you later. And it's like, yeah, no, that's what you should be doing. You should be like, nope. This is, like if you aren't all up on board and aware of what you're going to be doing, I don't want any part of it because that's how you get guys who like become stalkers. Like, as you said, we, we said earlier, it's like, can you keep a secret? Do you know what you're doing? You need to know a little yeah. bit more about that person because if they're willing to like throw everything away, like their relationship away for you, chances are they're willing to do some other crazy shit. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's dive a little deeper now. Yes. Question for you. Yes. And I even wrote this one out because I was so curious, you know, because obviously there's no future in Lauren. She lives far away. I mean, these kids are almost 18 and they're about to go off to college, but there, there, there isn't really like a, a long-term future with Lauren maybe um you know obviously Corey exploring other options isn't a terrible thing like in and of itself it is not a terrible thing the way he goes about it is terrible yes i'm gonna push all that aside have you ever been truly tempted by someone else while in a relationship that you were not having any issues in that i was not having any issues in (laughs) like like, like that's the thing it's just like were you not having um you know what i'll say again this is telling like a little bit much of me but it's like i don't like currently i put myself in a position 
to where any relationship I'm in, I have the freedom to be like, I think that person's attractive. I don't necessarily do anything, but it's like, oh, I was kind of flirting with this person. It was kind of like, I want the freedom to be honest with my partner. Um, so that's me. And I put myself in positions to where that's the case. Now I will say I have made, I'll say it this way. I have made similar mistakes that Corey made <laughs> in my past. <laughs> I mean yeah. that in several ways, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I have to say this too, because I was like, I was trying to think about it and not in my current relationship, but in previous relationships, I've definitely had instances where like, I've been deeply tempted, but it was only when there was really not a solid ground in that relationship to begin with. Like there were issues, there were things that were going on. And that's kind of my point in sensing that like, there is cracks in Corey and Topanga's relationship. There has to be for him to truly consider well, everything he's is, doing to get with Lauren. What I think is more important is there are there are problems with Corey. Like yeah. the relationship, don't, don't get me wrong, because Corey's part of the relationship, clearly there is, but it's like Topanga is like, yo, she's checking in on boy, she's having fun. And like she she comes back, tells him about her day. And I just think that there is usually a point in a relationship where like one person isn't communicating their needs yeah because they're not communicating their needs there is a problem in the relationship but the other well, person doesn't know about that so they can't address it so it's kind of like like am i making sense no of course we saw that in the christmas episode where Corey was constantly passive aggressive towards topanga about things that he wasn't communicating to topanga i mean this is exactly. this is and, and that when i say that there's issues in a relationship i don't mean that there is like fighting i mean because fighting would insist on hey i need this and another person being like i need this and like disagreeing about how to get it they're not even at that level because no one Corey isn't expressing any needs that he has and the only examples we have i'm sorry are this christmas episode because Corey and topanga have not been the focus this whole season has been about jack and eric and their thing the college like all of that stuff like it's we time traveled and we haven't had like a romantic Corey and Topanga moment. So what does that mean for this relationship? I, I'm just trying to... And what I'm trying to come back to, first of all, uh, really quickly, we have a, a lot of new people joining the uh, chat. Thank you guys. Feel free to comment. We'll, I'll read them and, and we'll shout you out. But um, what, I, what I'm trying to get at is I think it's really important very often, especially when someone cheats, especially when a guy cheats, people like blame the female and they're like, what did she do? Or women blame themselves. What was I not doing? And it's like, from what I can see, don't get me wrong, Topanga is not a flawless character. I think that's one of the things that we like and want to see more of, the, the complex Topanga. But in this episode specifically, Topanga is doing nothing wrong. In fact, there's a moment on the couch where she's even like, hey, you know, I could be interested in us making out and having like having some one-on-one -on -one time. Topanga yeah. is not the problem. The relationship has a problem, but it's not because Topanga is not pulling her own weight. It's because Corey's not communicating and he's not being honest with himself. And that's what I just think is important because again, <laughs> when we talk about infidelity specifically, there, there's this idea that oh, if there was problems in the relationship, well, that's why he's cheated. It's like, sometimes it's a problem with the individual and that's why he cheated. And I ask you this, do you think this is all happening because Topanga's a virgin? 
and insisting upon virginity because literally when Corey was like, yo, me and Eric are going to the beach. You should come. She's like, I'm not really ready for that. And then he found himself in another situation where a woman was DTF. So like, I guess I'm saying that like, Throughout the series, we see multiple examples of Corey being low-key frustrated with Topanga's insistence upon virginity and purity. And I'm wondering if that is playing a part in his uh, his ability to kind of like just like blur m- morals if for, for something that he wants. Well, I, again, I think if that is, it has nothing to do with Topanga and everything to do with Corey. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. It has yeah. everything to do with, it has nothing to do with the fact that Topanga is a virgin. It has everything to do with the fact that Corey isn't willing to communicate his needs uh, because I feel like if he just tells something I want to have sex, he's like, oh, I'm overreaching. I don't want to do that. But then also he's not willing to relieve the relationship because as was pointed out earlier, Corey likes to think of himself as a good guy, but he doesn't like to be the good guy. So he has to hit that milestone of having a high school girlfriend. He worked so hard for this. He's not going to give it up. But in reality, is he satisfied? No. And that's just something that I'll work around. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell the line. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, like no hate on Topanga for insisting upon the virginity. I just think that there's a, there's a low-key resentment that's building with Corey for it. And then, like, obviously, like, if you keep watching the show, like, when he finally when they finally have sex, like, he is in cloud nine. But he, like, yeah. he's at a point where when they finally do it, he's so, like, aggressive. Like, finally, I get this thing that I'm owed that yes, it just that kind I'm of, owed. like it doesn't seem sexy or romantic at all when it finally happens because of this, like, I'm owed this thing. And he's kind of treated his entire relationship with Topanga that way. Yeah, all right, so I'm really excited. So we, we've kind of done the night before, or sorry, the all night talking sash. And don't get me wrong, yeah. there is a moment in time where it's like you connect with someone and you're like, oh, this is, like, I could do this forever. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's like that spark, it's it's a little flirtation, it's a little, so I get it. I feel like that's very relatable. But again, the moment Feeney was like, oh, what are you doing up? Like, it's like, it's just like a moment of being like, that, that, that was your opportunity to be like, I should probably go to bed. It's morning time. I should like, you know, like you got caught. The worst thing you could do is get caught in, <laughs> in the moment of it. But I think it's one of those things where when you don't see yourself as capable of, of making these mistakes, it's very easy for you to inch closer and closer because again, he was just like, no, it's fine. We hung out all night. Nothing happened. And that's I also thought it was really interesting how when we uh, like, we see them, like it's, it's morning now and Feeney's about to walk in. Corey's telling the story about how he went skydiving with his brother and his dad. Like, it's interesting how he was able to talk all night and not bring up his girlfriend. But again, there's that moment where you, I'm sorry. I'm telling myself. There's always that moment where you're like, I should have brought up so-and-so by now. Like, how how do you tell a story and not bring up this person at this point in time? But, you know, you're just like, uh, someone told me that I yeah. should get a Christmas tree from the woods. You know, like, I'm not going to say who it was. I'm just going to yeah. say. And that all of that is like active decisions to exclude your relationship from this person you're low-key trying to get with oh my gosh it's yeah okay so Feeney finds them he's still like whatever Sean is like all night all night you need to read the bible (laughs) (laughs) Sean Sean tried tried to tell him um 
sorry someone was like where y'all been we've been working on stuff yeah <laughs> not yeah. the podcast apparently but we're, we're getting back into it um and uh hopefully got married guys i got married he got married he he did get married that was, that was part of it um so i'm oh, sorry i have it now there's a time where Corey hops up and lauren's like oh you're healed i guess you'll be going skiing tomorrow so again mm-hmm. there's like this whole point i think i think as much as you want to say it, Lauren gives Corey outs all the time. She's like, yo, I'm not saying anything other than you don't have an excuse anymore to still be talking to me. Like we had she, our day. Corey's even like, hey, I don't want to have feelings for another girl. And Lauren's like, hey, I respect that. Like she makes a little joke about it. But she every step of the way, every time Corey kind of puts his like his boundaries down, Lauren respectfully kind of backs away. But Corey lays a boundary and inches towards her every time yeah exactly that's my point because she's very much like uh um there's no reason for you to be here uh, what i really love is like he just comes up to Lauren out of nowhere and he's like i don't want to um what did you say earlier I oh wanna, i don't want to have like feelings another for another girl yeah like he accuses her like i don't want to have feelings like what did i do i'm just like, yeah. living my life <laughs> doing my nine to five or nine to nine apparently and <laughs> He blames her, and it's that blaming of her again that's like zero accountability. Corey doesn't see himself as capable of this because the good boy uh idea he has of himself doesn't allow for that. So it's he doesn't even admit to himself that he likes another girl, he just says, like, I don't want to have feelings for another girl. Not saying he like he doesn't say, I have feelings for you, and it makes me uncomfortable, is what he's trying to say. But he can't even get to that point. A better thing to say is, Hey. I'm not really sure what happened last night. Um, I appreciate the time you spent. For the sake of my relationship, I think it's best that we, you know, like leave it at that. Like, but again, like that would require putting your relationship first and making it very clear there's no future. And instead he was like, I don't want to be doing this, but Topanga's making me be a good guy. So (laughs) I Mm. guess I will. Yo, it's it's like it's really a shame because I really wish the show had presented Corey opportunities to explore other serious relationships. Like, I I, I know I keep referencing Wonder Years, but if you watch Wonder Years, like he's not just with Winnie Cooper the other time. Like he has other girlfriends to kind of filter in and out. And like I just think that's a far healthier way to kind of decide on a life partner versus this. Well, I told you at the age of seven that I was going to marry you. So this is the commitment I'm in and I'm going to be low-key resentful about that. Like it, it doesn't feel romantic. Okay. So look, I completely agree. Someone in the chat just brought up a real, something really great. And I, I think it segues perfectly. So we're at the part where Corey just said, I don't want to have feelings for another girl. And Lauren's like, I want to respect that. Um, but then later on, again, that's the point where it's like, Hey, Corey, are you going to go skiing? And he's like, Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) there's that that moment where she's like well like if you feel even a little bit if you feel even like a little bit you shouldn't Mm. go and he's like yeah i guess i'm not going it's like again that was that was a choice you specifically made a choice to stay but i I think counted every time someone gave him an out and he just kept going forward like i wish i would have kept track so a few things one Sean's face when he makes that decision. Sean's like, dude, about the music cues. You were like, like the music cue was like, and like it was that music cue of like, y'all gonna see what happens next. But all of this is to say, the kiss happens shortly after, 
And Lauren does lean in for the kiss. However, when Sean finds out, Sean's like, oh my God, don't tell her, like, tell her that you stayed up all night. Tell her that you um, lied about going skiing. Don't tell her about the kiss. And my first reaction was like, I feel like the kiss is the least important part right now. Because oh, totally. you stayed up all night to talk to another girl, like like as someone wrote, something did happen. Like you you could say nothing happened, but you made an emotional connection, and that's just that. that it's that not the emotional me, connection that's just, even the problem. It's he lied to his partner so he could continue pursuing that emotional connection. Yes, that's you're right. It's not the fact that you made the connection; it's that you made the connection and then actively pursued it, and then mm-hmm. it led to something that was physical so the physical is just the result of you actively pursuing the emotional connection and that's the trouble like to me like when he was like she will never forgive you for kissing i was like this paints a bad picture it says that oh you can have an emotional affair girls will be fine with that but don't like if if anything actually physically happens that's when you're in trouble it's like no you were in trouble in the beginning (laughs) you were in trouble way before the kiss like, and again, you're so right. Like the kiss is such like a small part of it. You can kiss someone's grandma and not think twice of it. But like to be like, hey, I'm going to lie about, I'm going to lie to you so I can spend time with someone else. I'm going to be quietly thinking about someone else while we're together. Like that's the real hurtful shit. And gosh, man. I Okay. All right. So this all happens and uh, they're packing up and they're leaving and uh, Lauren's like, yo, I meant what I said. I like you. I don't find people I like all the time. Wait, wait, and, wait. Oh, yeah. I want, I want, the only because we're skipping over the fact that Corey does go to Topanga and then tells her. Oh, that's right. About yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And the, this, this is why this is important for two reasons. One, he goes and I would like it when I was watching the chat. Uh, I was sorry, watching live. People in the chat were like, Yo, he tells Topanga, hey, I stood up all night. I made a connection with this other girl. I shouldn't have done that. Like, he talks about, like, the emotional infidelity, but he leaves out the kiss. And someone was like, that omission, again, it's like, that's just as bad as lying. It's a choice. Just as bad. But then, like, to me, I'm like, you omit it, but, like, that's something that it's like, you know what? What you're saying is the past is the past. And he is like, I promise never to lie to you moving forward. So again, that's kind of, it's a cop out, but it's like the past is the past. Sure. I did a bad thing. I got too far. I'm going to be a new person moving He forward. says like, I, I wouldn't treat this person. I, that's not the way to treat the person I love more than anything or something to that effect. Like saying yeah. like, hey, so, I love you. You have nothing to worry about. Exactly. But also again, I'm, I'm being honest with myself. When you do stuff like that, what you're saying is I'm going to be a different person moving forward yeah and he goes i promise never to lie to you then topanga goes so nothing else happened and i was like oh because now like i haven't seen this in forever i was like okay now you have to tell her about the kiss and instead Corey goes no nothing and i was like oh see that now you're now you're wrong because like it was one thing when you omitted it it was another thing when she asked you directly yeah. She asked you directly, did anything else happen between you and this other person? And you looked her in her eyes and said no. <laughs> yeah. There's no getting around it. There's really no getting around it. I, I, you know, I, I have to say, uh, not to just move on. I, I definitely want to come back, but just 
I'm so excited for the future because um, there's an episode where Lauren actually does come to Philadelphia and spends time with Corey. Why would you tell me that? You're ruining really things for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that like, like she's such a great character that like the show was like, we have to bring her back. And I just, I love the like bomb that her character literally sets off. Like it changes this season. Like this season wouldn't be the season. We wouldn't have the, and then there was Sean episode if there wasn't for the Lauren episode. Like this season was so kind of boring about like Eric and uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Sean and her, his brother, like getting to know each other. Like I was just getting bored with it. It was just the same thing over and over again, but this bomb happens. And now it's like, Oh, the foundation of this show, Corey and Topanga, is now in jeopardy. And now I'm hooked. Well, so what's funny is, going back to what we talked about earlier, Corey has always been this person. They constantly show us Corey chose that line. But very similar, I think what's different about the Lauren, the Lauren episode, which I think the fact that it's called the Lauren episode proves how important this character was yeah. to the timeline of Boy Meets World. But... The thing about the Lauren She's episode Thanos. is very much, very much like staying up all night um, and having the emotional affair that Corey has had. It's all excusable in a way because it's like, oh, it's Corey being Corey. But in this episode, it took all of Corey's Coreyness, his purposeful bad decision making. The fact that he's not actually a good guy, the fact that he lies regularly to Topanga, that he has cheated on Topanga numerous times, and the fact that he just needs something more, it brought all of that history of that character into one episode, and you watch him. So it's not like all these things spread out, which we've seen over the seasons, and you can kind of be like, oh, he's learning how to be a good person. It's Corey actively making the decision to cheat, to lie, and then... Uh, to to basically uh, deal with the consequences afterwards. And I think that's it, what makes this. You're 100% right. Because I feel like if this show was like uh, redone or modernized, we would have seen that Corey had this side of him a little bit more deliberately. Um, that he had this like, I don't want to be a good guy thing. That he had this like, I want, I, I want more out of my relationship than I'm getting back in return, that I'm living a life that I think I should be living because it's what everyone tells me I should be living. And everyone's like looking at me like, oh, isn't your life so great? I wish I had your life. And he's not really feeling it. Like, I feel like there would just be a darker part to Corey that would get to, we would get to explore if this were like maybe a drama or something. And you know how they're doing with Fresh Prince, how they're like turning it into a dramatic yeah. series. Like, yeah. it, it, I just feel like there would be so much more there, but we have to pull from these bits and pieces of episodes over time to see that this is completely in line with Corey's character, um, and I and I and I hope that like if, if you're listening to this, if you're if you're watching the live or listening to the podcast or whatever, um, like go back and watch some of these episodes because there's just there's there's breadcrumbs that lead to Lauren. Like everything leads to Lauren. Yeah, they are breadcrumbs, and I think I think that um, that's pretty clear. So speaking of leading to Lauren, they're about to leave. It's the last day. And Corey's like, hey, Lauren, let's just kind of leave that where it was. <laughs> and she's like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I like you. I want to see where this goes. Uh, I don't meet a lot of curly-haired boys in the, <laughs> in the ski lodge, apparently. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's decided that, you know what? Hey, 
I still like you. I still think about that moment. I'm going to write you a letter. And I was like, yo, again, I'm not promoting cheating. No paper trails. You nope. give that letter immediately back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read it right here in front of you. Throw it away. I am not taking that letter. Because nope. taking that letter is a 100% guaranteed way to get caught. <laughs> Ditch your receipts. Ditch your receipts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, I I really I I know that in a future episode we get into what the letter says, but I kind of like that there's kind of this mysterious, we don't know what it says. She gives it to Corey and he just kind of puts it in his bag, and you kind of wonder, like, is he gonna read it later? What's his interest in this letter? Does he have any does he have any interest in Lauren going forward? Or is he really like saying, like, no, it was just one night, I fucked up, I wanna move forward? Like, I'm not really sure where Corey is. No, no, no. You do know where Corey is. Corey took the letter. If you have zero interest you don't take the letter i if guess you, you're right if you, you're right. you respect your partner you don't take the letter you're like Yo, well if you respect your partner you don't lie. kiss another yeah, yeah. you don't lie about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all very true Jeez. but what i'm saying is in general the fact that he took the letter like she put it in his bag again like they do all these things where it's like well she put it in the bag no that's trash like like yeah. you just immediately like, <laughs> like that's what happens when you are a not interested b at the very least trying not to get caught like, like at the very least make an effort not to get caught and as you said this is one of those things where it's like in modern times there would be like a notification from yeah. laura that just pops up on the phone being like i had really fun last night and the was like, no. what is this? But yes. like, yeah. <laughs> it would have been Corey and Sean together, like, oh, let's get one last picture. Topanga, will you take it for us? She takes his phone. Then the notification from Lauren, I can't stop thinking about last night, pops up. And then it's just like, whoa. Yo, what was that bus ride like on the way back? Because what for happens Topanga. is that... Yes, Corey gets the letter, he puts it in his bag, he drops his bag, the letter spills out, he does not see it, Topanga finds it, sees that it's from Lauren, and there's just this zoom out, fade to black, where she's like, what does this mean? But she still has to ride on a bus with this kid the entire way back to Philly, so what was that like? I mean, we'll never know, but well, geez. again, what's interesting is that bus ride back, and I like that we did, what we've done is we've changed the perspective from Corey and Lauren to Topanga. Yeah, because there is there is a third person in this situation, and that is Topanga. And the fact that Topanga is lied to, um, she is forgiving, which again, Topanga being Topanga, uh, the the perfect girlfriend from a male point of view, she's like, I understand it wasn't ideal, but you know, just don't do it again, type situation. Mm -hmm. To see that he has the letter, and I would love for our uh, female listeners to like give us some insight. The mere fact that he has the letter would probably fuck, like you don't even need to read it. It's like I told, like you told me about this other girl. You told me that it was like you stayed up all night. Why is she writing you letters? Why do you have the letter? Were you gonna tell me about the letter? Like all this stuff, and she's just like sitting on the bus. The entire time. And I guarantee you, Corey and Sean are making jokes. Angela's, like, watching them, giving her, like, the girl. We we, we were some crazy folks. And Topanga's just sitting there the entire time, and this is, like, eating her up inside. Because, and can I... Yeah. Oh, uh, to, to, to that same point, 
I want to say that this is probably almost exactly one year after Topanga said, I'm not going to live with my parents because I want to be close to Corey. Like, this is almost a, exactly one year after she made this, like, dramatic long walk to Pittsburgh. I'm so in love with you. You're so in love with me. We're star-crossed lovers. I'll give everything up to be close to you. And now you're doing this shit. Like, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, but what's funny about that is, to me, I don't know what the next episode is. I don't know the future. I haven't watched these episodes in a while. But, like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like whether it's sitcom or, like, reality, I can't really decide. But the proper thing is you immediately read it and you immediately be like, what is this? Can you explain? And I feel like what they're going to do is, like, have Topanga sit on it for a little bit and, like, bring it back out. But, like, I don't know. But again, I think the reaction is- Just sit and wait. Just sit and wait, because (laughs) I promise you, you will not be disappointed in next week's episode with the confrontation, because not only does it come with the confrontation, it comes with a bunch of like special guests in that episode from past years. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Someone said, uh, okay, look, read in the chat. They said, she thought about the letter and made it become an even bigger deal in her head. And then, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like the psychological aspect of this for Topanga. To be like, you just told me yesterday that you would no longer yeah. lie. You just told me, like, we just we just went through this. And this isn't the first time that I've done, I've caught you doing this kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, the, the kind of thing that's going, and then... Um, Hold on, it's automatically an oh, this is more than what you said it was. What else are you lying about? Yep, that's that's my point. What else are you lying about? Can I trust you at all now? And, the answer and is it's no. not even it's not even Topanga's <laughs> fault for like letting it build into something else in their head, because who wouldn't let something like that? Like if your partner just told you everything is on the up and up, and then you immediately saw something that said it wasn't, like how could you how could you trust? And like it, the show does a great job of getting into it, guys. I have to say that we really Give me the one second. Episodes. I need to get my charger. One second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna I'm you know, I can't deal with having all eyes on me right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh quickly, quickly run to the bathroom because I've been holding it so bad this whole episode. Okay, while we're doing that, I will um talk to the people in the chat. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us during this. It's it's great to get your feedback while we were doing this live. Uh, one second. Oh, let's see. Bring questions from the chat, Siege! What'd you say? Bring questions from the chat! They Okay, uh, I'll just read some of the chat. You know what? I'll give some shout-outs because we got in a few. Uh, let's see. Tropical Girl, 1998. Thank you for your input. Silveritz, thank you. Um, again, a lot of really good discussion. Chris Moon, just shouting you guys out. Richie Boy. Um, some, some really good chats. Thank you guys for joining. Again, if you guys have questions or if you have inputs that you want to say uh, on this episode, just let me know. Um, you don't trust and question everything you see him do and says. You don't trust and question? Oh, I'm assuming that's like you don't trust and now moving forward, you just question everything he does. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the moment, the moment, ooh, and so I hope we get into this. And I, I think we kind of can, especially next week's episode. 
the moment trust is gone, like that's like relationship over. Like if I can't trust you, at least for me, if I can't trust you, then like there's no reason to be here anymore. Cause I, uh, you will literally go insane. Like they'll be like, I'm going to the bathroom. You're like, are you going to the bathroom? Or is Lauren going to meet you there? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, so, and I'm really interested to hear what people say, um, either in the live chat or just in comments for the post or whatever, because I really feel like this is a tale from three different perspectives of you have Lauren's side, you have Corey's side, and you have Topanga's side. And I know that Corey is doing everything wrong. And I know Topanga hasn't done anything wrong, but I'm trying to wonder what Lauren's role is in this like if someone says i'm in a relationship if they're saying they're not trying to pursue it and then they continuously relentlessly pursue it at what point is that again i think from a personal health side it's not good and it shows like your own toxic behaviors that you would pursue something where someone you know someone's willingly lying to their partner however I'm not saying that it's good. I'm also saying you actually don't have any fault. This is not your relationship. You're yeah. not like, they're not married. You're not breaking anything up. Like you are pursuing someone who you have a connection with. And if that person is choosing, like it is that person's responsibility to think about their relationship, not yours. Why are you giving their relationship more thought than they are? That's all it's I'm saying. It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's all I got for, for this episode. I don't think I could talk anymore without jumping ahead in the future. Um, any other, any other thoughts on, uh, the Lauren episode? Okay. So I have a few more things that I just thought were really funny that I wanted to break up. Um, one is I'm loving the flannel in this episode. It's very like, it's very ski lodge, very nineties. I was like here yeah. for it. I thought Corey um, looked very adult this episode. Like they made him look older. That's what in I, said. Way. I said they yeah. look older. They look yeah. older in this episode. Sean's hair is giving me what it needed to give. Um, we we see the girls wearing Uggs, which I thought was like a really like nice thing. Um, and then, so talking back to the ski lodge itself, there are a few things. One, does no one else work at the ski lodge? No. Two, um, <laughs> the moment Topanga goes to bed, everyone just disappears, and I'm like, so like. Was everyone just like, yo, Topanga left? So, or again, we, we talk about this very often. We're seeing the story from Corey's perspective. So is it that once Topanga left, no one else mattered? Like the room cleared out. It's just me, you. It's just Tony and Maria at the dance and no one else is there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, third, is there a skylight in this ski lodge? Like, again, yeah, like this yeah. ski lodge is crazy. <laughs> skylights covered with snow most likely but no it's fine you can also stare at the stars i guess <laughs> absolutely um and again i think for me one of my biggest takeaways is never leave a paper trail <laughs> like, like, leave like, a paper trail. Leave a paper okay, trail. all right all right so yeah yeah do we have a bra episode for this moment for this episode a moment for this episode yes that <laughs> um, a bra moment a bra moment um, for this episode. Um, honestly, like I don't really see anything wrong with this episode. I think this episode does a lot right in terms of like, uh, even like even in the beginning there was like a little thing where like they were. Oh, I know. I have a bra moment. I, I bet I, you it's mine too. <laughs> there's one moment where Sean's like, "No, the girls want us. Yes. They want to. Yes. That's the one I did hook too. up with us." 
They just needed an excuse. And I was like, oh. Sean actively <laughs> stops Corey from asking for consent. Consent is yeah. basically was my bra moment. Oh my exactly. gosh. That was that was the one moment I was like, you guys do pretty everything pretty well, but that moment I was like, yeah. <laughs> they want they want it. They want it so bad. They, want they just it. need an excuse. And what's funny is later on, that's what Corey does. <laughs> he wanted it. He just needed an excuse. Okay, do you wow. have a Feeny lesson for this episode? Feeny lesson. Fool. I would say that my Feeny lesson isn't something that was directly shown in this episode, but something I just know from personal experience, and I'm sure a lot of people who are older and have made mistakes know, that you have to pull out of a situation before it goes too far. You have to have, like, a feeling of just like, hey, I sense that this could go in a way that I'm not going to have control over or I'm going to like make decisions I'm not going to be proud of, whatever it is. And you have to kind of like stop it from happening before it happens. And like the longer you wait, the harder it is to stop it. And just that's was Corey. He never he never stopped it. He just kept on leaning in and it just led to to this. That's what I was going to say. The... <laughs> My Feeny lesson, again, number one, no paper trails. <laughs> number paper two trails. No is <laughs> like the moment you see, like the moment you see yourself going down that road, it's up to, it's your responsibility yeah. to catch yourself and, and remove yourself from the situation. I think, I think it's funny that Feeny called uh, Corey out. Sean called Corey out. Topanga was like, what are you doing today? There were numerous, like even, even Lauren was like, why did you lie to your girlfriend? Like, she's like, what are you doing here? There's constant moments where people are like, why Everyone are you knew here? but Angela, because they knew that Angela wouldn't play that <laughs> Oh, shit. Angela was not going to keep this a secret. <laughs> Angela, like had Angela seen anything, she's waking Topanga up. Girl, go get your man. A hundred percent. Oh, man. Uh, okay. But yeah, uh, so what that's grade are you giving this? Great. Uh, this is an A plus episode. This is an A plus episode. If for no reason, then this is like the infinity war of Boy Meets World. Like there's before and after this. And, you know, I just feel like this is such a pivotal part and not just the season, but the whole storyline of the series. Um, I can't. I can only think of a few episodes that I can just like say one thing about and everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. And then there was Sean, which is an episode we're going to be discussing like later this season. And this one are like the two main ones. And I feel like that's what makes this season stand out so much is because this introduces a whole slew of episodes that are just so much more rewarding to watch than the ones we've been given where like they go back in time for whatever reason, or there's witches now, whatever bullshit we've been getting from season five, they move away from that and they kind of have more in-depth storylines. In fact, even the, and then there was Sean's storyline. What's so great about that is yes, it's full of gags and pop culture references, but it plays into the emotional relevance of what's happening in the series, which is this Corey and Topanga relationship that's kind of on the rock. So I'm just really looking forward to uh, jumping forward and A plus for this episode for setting up the rest of the season. Absolutely. I think that it's really like um I'm I'm gonna give this episode just an A, not an A plus, uh, because I yeah. feel like there is some like some fat that be trimmed. There are some things that don't make sense, but I this is absolutely a 
minimum because we use everyone right we don't get any side characters we don't get any uh eric and jack storylines like we parents are focusing where we need to focus but then also this is when you say that this is one of the pivotal episodes as i said earlier in our recording this episode gave our generation ptsd like like other like People grew up talking about, like, as someone in the chat pointed out, Samuel L. Jackson knows this episode. Yeah. Like, this episode, (laughs) this episode is so pivotal. Um, And what's really funny is um, the, and then there was Sean episode, which we haven't gotten to yet, but it shows how that decision affects Sean. Like, it's like this, this episode is so important. Like, other people are having nightmares about what like yeah. the infidelity and the mistrust that Corey showed. And I think that's very powerful. It's powerful. One thing I remember about watching this episode, I believe this episode aired either in the first or second season of Dawson's Creek, just to let you know where we were pop culture. Okay. Wise. Okay. And so as a kid watching this, I was like, Oh, at this point, Corey and Topanga are about the same age as Dawson and Joey are supposed to be. And they're dealing with much more mature storylines and they're dealing with more. Okay, you know, this is what's going on in the pop culture zeitgeist, right? So here comes middle of season five, this like sexual, like three way, like who's going to choose who thing happens. And it's very Dawson's Creek, it feels like to me, like they're really like trying to move the show forward to more developed um adult storylines and it just feels like every season that they get to they make that push and this just really feels like they're sticking with their age we're not doing episodes about baseball cards anymore we're not doing this and if you watch full house you can see like a lot of times like there's very similar tone throughout the first all the way to the end of the series because they're constantly dealing with little kids but this show does such a great job of aging along with the characters in this episode in particular does a fantastic job of that what i love about that is, so what you're saying is the writers were like so you know how you start cheating on your girlfriend when you're 16 right no we all can relate it's, to it's it's in the same sense that like jonathan turner was brought in when friends was popular and they like wanted to have like 20 somethings who were sexy and adult and have their own storyline it, like it feels like they're trying to like move the show into where pop culture is is kind of headed to so I didn't want to really go there because you know how I am, but I've been, I'm, it's October. So I've been binging my scream like podcasts and behind the scenes of and all this other stuff. And as we know, right before this scream has uh, premiered and it shifted how we talked about teenagers. I'm sure like we should look it up, um, see when freaks and geeks and all that other stuff came out. But again, we're in this time in the nineties where we're starting to, look at teenagers differently and really talk about what they're going through um, in a way that like, I'll say uh, studios realize how much profit they can make off of giving teenagers um, in-depth character. So, yeah. Cause even if you think about Beverly Hills uh, uh, 90210, um, Fox's responses to that was, Oh, let's do Melrose place. Let's age them. Let's not like develop children more. And let's like, they stayed with 90210 all the way until they were adults. Like it wasn't until like Kevin Williamson and scream and Dawson's Creek where they were like, no, 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 no. This is 
Like this John Hughes era is it. We just have to add more meat to the bones and they do a Absolutely. really good job of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so that is, that's our, our synopsis of this episode. I got to tell you, I really enjoyed um, like doing the live, having this conversation with you, getting back into recording. A Absolutely. lot of really great questions. Um, some we'll probably write down and then ask next uh, recording. Um, I guess it's time for homework. What yeah. do you got for us? What's your huh. uh, I'm sure I'm really late with this, um, but I, I've been watching Ted Lasso and I love it. Um, I don't know if you've seen okay. it. Um, okay. I, I, I know it won a bunch of awards and I know people have been watching it. It's already on season two. I hadn't seen it. And so many people recommended it to me that I was like, oh, I'm going on my honeymoon. It's a five hour flight. Let me download some episodes. And I literally fell in love with the show when I watched it. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw a show like, maybe since Parks and Rec. You know how like every now and then like Leslie Nope would just make you feel so good that like you're just like, oh wow, I just feel good after, I feel better after watching this. And Ted Lasso, like Jason Sudeikis has this optimism throughout the series that's so contagious that like you can't help but just to feel better. And um, it just like, it, it transcends the screen, like his his performance. So I really have been highly recommending it. Um, and obviously it's October and um, Halloween's around the corner. So um, I, I just want to highly encourage everyone to um, go back and watch some horror shows and horror movies but the one i'm particularly going to recommend is and then there was sean i know we're not there yet but it's halloween week and like i just why not like why not just like jump ahead an episode and just watch it for the sake of it because damn if it's not perfection and that's just one of my favorite uh halloween like no matter where i am in the podcast i watch that episode every year that has absolutely. to be it's like charlie brown's christmas episode it's like it's every year absolutely um so I'm going to, for my homework, um, a show that actually kind of reflects what this episode was about and and also the Halloween aspect. Uh, you, season three, the Netflix <laughs> show You, season three. Uh, it's great. It's so good. Um, I, I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure I've talked about You before, but like, it's just such a really fun show. It's very, I think what's interesting to me is it also like, it analyzes where I feel millennials are in their lives um, as with each season. Because what's funny to me is like, it started off in New York where like, you know, like you're young and you're dating and all this other stuff. And then in season two, he meets a girl, he starts to settle down. It's like, oh, what's that like? Now in season three, he's a little bit older and it's like, he's living the suburban lifestyle. So again, it's like, it's as crazy as it is it's also taking you through this journey of like hitting those different stages uh in life and like how like the internal monologue you have as a millennial being like how did i end up here (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i really really enjoy that um and then also i don't know we haven't talked about it yet um at this point in time it would have been everywhere but squid games have you watched Squid Game? I have not. And I know I've been outside of the conversation. I feel like it's you. I, 100%. Dude, planning a wedding and then being away. Like, it was like a month of just intense wedding planning and then two weeks in Hawaii and then I'm back here for Halloween. Like, I haven't had time to get into it, but I, it's on my queue and I can't wait to watch it. It's everyone keeps talking about it and I'm so intrigued by what the show is. I have no understanding of it. Please, no spoilers. But I can't no wait to jump in. I can't no wait. I, we'll, we'll talk about it at a different time. 
Okay, so as we start to wrap up, let me go back to our, our little um, thing. So sorry. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to Bro Meets World. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places where you have a podcast. Um, we are doing our lives when we do the recording on TikTok. So find us at Brum Eats World. Um, we'll try to put some more content out there. As always, um, you can find us on other social platforms at Brum Meets World. And uh, please, please reach out to us. Sorry, it's like, huh? reach out to us. Let us know what you guys think about this episode, future episodes. I really enjoying the, the chat conversations. A lot of really insightful things. Um, and you can find me on TikTok at I am not your Oreo. Uh, Tonothy, what's going on with you, Mr. Coy? You can find me here. I gave up social media during the pandemic. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not. Did you? It's not really like a firm give up, but it just kind of happened over time. Where I was just like, I don't think people care what I'm eating. Like it just, it, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of got uh, to a point where I just didn't feel like I had anything to say. But I was also living a life that there wasn't much happening, and now I'm having like a lot of really exciting things happening. Like I have a ton of like uh, things I'm excited about right now in life. So who knows? Maybe I'll start posting again, but I just haven't really, I got out of the habit of it and now I'm I'm struggling to get back in. I think that's in. good. I think that's great. Oh, I it's, love, it's like... actually, I love it. it. The only thing that sucks is that there, there truly is this disconnection that happens when you live far away from your friends and family when you don't post online. So that's kind of the one thing where I'm kind of feeling like I, I really want to get back into it for that reason. But um, for just like anonymous followers, I don't really care so much about that anymore. <laughs> Except for our fans yeah. who listen to Brum Eats World, obviously. <laughs> that's right you're gonna save that <laughs> anyway thank you guys so much for joining us it's an absolutely great time uh, i guess it's time to remember to dream to try and uh do good <laughs> do some damn good y'all <laughs> later bros do better than Corey. do better later, than Corey. That's, that's not hard. later guys not hard. not hard at all. When this boy meets world.